everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. In today's show, I talk about wrist wraps, elbow sleeves, knee sleeves, gloves, and straps. Are these assistance tools necessary? Are they something you should be using in your workouts? Are they hindering your progress or helping? That's the topic today. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a five-star rating on iTunes and head over to triplefpodcast.com. That's triple, the letter F, podcast.com. You can go slash contact at the end of that to ask a fitness question. I'll answer it on the show. We'll do a Q&A type episode. Really looking forward to more questions from different people. I'm getting a few more, but not a lot. So please go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact and leave a question and I'll answer it on the show. Also from there, you can check out social media pages. Instagram, Facebook are the main two that I spend some time on. So that's triplefpodcast.com and there's some logos right there for Facebook and Instagram. Check those out. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. This is episode number 44. Should you use wrist straps, knee sleeves, straps? Find out next. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. It is Workout Wednesday, and today I'm talking about basically just assistance tools, right? There's all kinds of them on the market today. It's a big industry, and weightlifting, you know, is even growing in popularity right now. And there's a lot of tools that help lifters maybe lift more weight, maybe protect their joints, maybe protect their muscle groups. There's lots of different things, and I want to kind of touch on some of those in today's show. Today's show is brought to you by you guys, the listeners. Thank you for helping the podcast grow consistently, and thank you for sharing it with your friends and family. I've gotten a good amount of growth over the last couple of weeks on the podcast, uh, but really want to increase that. So head over to triplefpodcast.com, check out the social media pages, facebook.com slash Jordan Stoltz Fitness, and also you can uh, check out the YouTube channel, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Lots of different Lots of different avenues for content right now with this uh, podcast, with this basically fitness media company, which is what I'm trying to do here. So Instagram, Facebook, this podcast, and YouTube. All of them trying to put out content regularly, interact with you guys, and increase my reach. So anything you could do would greatly help. Share the podcast with some friends of yours, some family, and also subscribe to the show. Review the show on iTunes. You know it all. I've talked about it three times a week. So please go do that. It would mean a lot to me. It definitely means a lot to me that you're tuning in to listen to this podcast and just to hear me talk about some fitness topics. Today is kind of based on a question that I got in person about, you know, should I use basically these things like knee sleeves, elbow sleeves, wrist wraps? Someone noticed me wearing wrist wraps and asked, is this something that you recommend that I use? Because, you know, you've always heard that's kind of like a weak thing to do, right? You want to avoid the wraps. You want to, you kind of want to go all natural with the lifting and avoid things like straps, gloves, things like that. That kind of makes you a pansy, so to say. Well, I'm going to talk about that 
in today's show. Is it something you should be using? Is it something you shouldn't be using? That's my topic today. I hope you guys enjoy it and find it useful. If you have a question like this one, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact and ask a question in that contact form, and I'll answer it on the show. Thanks, guys. So first, let me just review some common protective gear. Now, this is just for your average lifter. Average person goes to the gym three, four times a week. You got your wrist wraps, which are basically a three, four-inch wide strap that's, I don't know, maybe a foot long. It just wraps around your wrist three or four times, right? That's just to add extra protection to your wrists. And then you have your knee and elbow sleeves, which basically use the science of compression, right? So same kind of thing as like Under Armour shirts where it's squeezing certain body parts. Sorry about that. I had a microphone fall off the desk. Anyways, knee and elbow sleeves. You have basically the science of compression, right? That's what I was saying. So you have the knee sleeves, for example, squeezing your knee joint, really providing some compression around that joint. This is going to do several things that I'll get into later, but that's basically what those are. It's just compression, not really anything else with that. It's just something squeezing that joint, increasing the blood flow there a little bit. Then you got gloves, very common protective gear in the gym. You'll see these all the time, maybe even have a pair of gloves. This basically just to protect the hands. So you have your barbell with the you know, they're pretty gnarly barbells, especially for things like deadlifts and different back exercises. If you're loading up the weight decently heavy, at least for you, you know, relatively, the gloves will help protect your hands, you know, protect calluses from forming, protect blisters from forming, and also will kind of help your grip a little bit. So they'll help you get a better grip on the bar without hurting your hands is basically how they market gloves. And then you got your straps, right? Also very common something that will wrap once around your wrist and then the strap will come up through your palm and that you just wrap around the bar. So it basically takes a lot of the load from the weights off of your hands and puts them up higher. So it puts them into your wrist, into your arms, which is going to help your grip. That's basically what those are for. It's just to provide grip assistance. Very common. And I'll get into all of these in today's show. Let me talk about the the movement of weightlifting, I guess, the activity of weightlifting. It's not natural, right? Like, yes, it is natural to move in the certain ways we move when we weightlift. That's some of the advice I first give someone if they say, you know, what kind of lift should I be doing? Should I use this machine, this machine, this exercise, this exercise? Most of the time I'll say, you know, do movements that you could do in everyday life. Do natural movements that humans are meant to do. That could be picking something up off the ground. It could be squatting down. It could be pushing something over your head, pushing something away from you, pulling something towards you. Um, It could be swinging something, throwing something, running. These are different things that humans are meant to do. Our bodies are meant to do these things, and that's usually where I base programs around. The movements are natural, but the load is not natural, especially if you're going heavy which I do recommend. I think everyone should go decently heavy. Beginners should lift pretty heavy in, you know, five to eight rep range. Usually once you get more advanced, maybe those reps will boost up a little bit and you can go a little lighter just to protect the joints. However, you would do want to load the body. Progressive overload is the key to improvement. So if you're not improving the reps, if you're not increasing reps, if you're not increasing weight over time, then you're not going to get better, right? You're not going to get stronger. You're not going to build more muscle, tone up, whatever you want to call it. You're not going to do that without adding 
things to your activity. You're not going to do that without progressive overload. And that progressive overload is just like it sounds, overload. You're overstressing the body, which is not natural. Now, you do want to do this. This is the whole point of weightlifting. Is the whole point of exercise that you're pushing the body beyond its limit so it can adapt and grow or adapt and recover so you get better at that activity. However, it's not necessarily natural for our joints, ligaments, cartilage, all these things to be under this kind of stress. That's why, that's one reason why usually I will recommend some assistance tools, right? So some protective gear such as wrist wraps and sleeves. Now the joints take longer to adapt than muscles. So over time, you're stressing the body over and over again, your muscles are going to adapt, but your joints will take a lot longer to adapt. Um, You know, if you, for example, uh, let's say you're going to be squatting, right? So you have a bar on your back, your back muscles and your leg muscles are going to adapt to that heavy load sitting on your back a lot faster than your actual spine or hips or shoulders are going to adapt to it and the actual joints with the bones and ligaments. Your ligaments take a long time to adapt. In gymnastic training, uh, one of the common things really is the long time commitment of it, right? So in gymnastics, say you want to do some ring exercise, you want to do something like an iron cross, which is just this crazy movement for the rings where you're holding your arms out in a T and you're supporting your whole body on those rings like that. Very hard movement, but even the you know pro gymnast will take forever to build up to this exercise. And that's because they want to build up all these joints and ligaments over time. They're going to take a long time on each progression. They're going to completely master it and work that progression over and over and over again until their joints and ligaments have caught up with those muscles and you know they feel secure and safe. Preventing injury is key if you're trying to win an Olympic gold medal and even if you're just trying to get in better shape. So you really need to protect the joints and you know these kind of tools can really help do that. They're one tool that you can use to protect your joints. Slower progressions is another one. Being smart with your rep ranges is another one. Being smart with your form is another one, but definitely these tools will help. Another thing to consider with weightlifting is that a lot of it is a mind game, right? It's not just a physical movement. If you're going to bench press, you know, the first time you're going 225 pounds, two plates, the first time you do that, it's going to kind of kind of freak you out a little bit, right? Unless you've worked up to there in slow progressions, it's going to freak you out to get under a lot of weight. It's going to freak you out to put a bunch of weight on your back and try to squat down to the floor. A lot of it's a mind game and really what a lot of these protective gears do as far as wrist wraps, elbow sleeves, gloves, straps, they add confidence, right? So they're providing for the knee sleeves example or elbow sleeves. Let's use the bench example put on some elbow sleeves, that's going to provide some compression in that elbow joint, which is just going to increase your confidence in your whole muscle groups around there and the actual joint that it can do what you want it to do in that movement. It's going to help your lifts move a little faster. It's going to help you want to challenge yourself that much more because it's going to increase the support and confidence in those lifts. And then another thing to consider is levers, right? So just think about Let's use the bench press example once again. Think about your wrist going up to the bar. Would you want that wrist to be extended, so back a little bit, or would you want it to be straight up and down like a pillar? If you answered pillar, then you're absolutely right. Joints are the strongest and the stiffest positions, right? So you want to basically create one unit with your body. If you have 
your wrist bent back at 90 degrees, you're definitely going to be able to, you're not going to be able to push as much weight as you would if your whole arm was a pillar and, you know, your hand was just an extension of the pillar of your arm, which came into your elbow. Now you want to make your wrist very stiff and some people can't do this. Some people don't have the wrist strength or stability to do this. And that's where things like wrist straps will come in where they actually provide that support and help your levers and biomechanics to be optimal. And really, these reasons are why I do suggest a couple of the protective gears. Now, I think there's a time and a place for everything, for wrist wraps, sleeves, gloves, straps. Most of the time, though, I recommend just wrist straps and knee and elbow sleeves. Because you're protecting those joints, you are preventing joint injuries because of the not natural overload, and you're helping increase your confidence and improve your biomechanics. I'm going to go over each one of these and kind of talk about each tool, but really, those are the reasons you need to consider using them if you are completely anti-wrist straps and elbow sleeves or other protective gear. Those different factors I talked about for weightlifting are why you should start considering it. So for wrist straps, probably my favorite, something I think pretty much everyone should use just because the wrist is pretty fragile and the wrist has a lot of small bones in it, and it definitely needs some time to build up strength for a lot of people. Now, for wrist wraps, I recommend that you try different exercises with or without them. Don't become so reliant on them that you use them for everything. Um, try, you know, if it's a bench press, try it without the wrist wraps. Try it with the wrist wraps, you know, for whole workouts. So do a whole workout without the wrist wraps. Do a whole workout with them and see what kind of effect that has on your training, on how your joints feel before, after, while you're doing it, and then basically how that translates into your workouts do it with without and monitor that usually i recommend and how i do it in my own workouts is i use the wrist straps for my heaviest work so the most unnatural stress right so that could be for example the bench press where you're doing the most weight pushing away from your body the most weight coming down on that hand and then the other stuff like maybe inclined dumbbell presses maybe it's lateral raises or bicep, tricep work, you don't want to use those wrist straps, right? You want to build up that wrist without the protective gear and help improve those joints and ligaments. You can only do that if you scrap the protective gear eventually. So usually I'll do it for my heaviest stuff, the most stressful things, the things I need the confidence for, the compression for, and to help improve my levers for. Otherwise, the wrist straps are going back in the gym bag, and I'm going to try to do everything without them. It, the wrist straps won't necessarily add pounds to the bar, but they will increase your confidence in your biomechanics. And that's really what you need to be aware of, and that's what you need to use them for. So if you're using wrist straps because you want to boost your bench by 10 pounds, probably not the best thing to do because you want to actually build up that wrist strength over time. Just think of the wrist straps as increasing your confidence in your wrist joint and helping that arm stay like a pillar. Uh, and in the end, though, you know, even if you aren't using it for everything and you're just using it for your heaviest stuff, you need to acknowledge that you have a weakness there. If you need to use your wrist straps to do an exercise, if you need to use wrist straps, otherwise you can't use the same amount of weight, then you probably have a weakness either in your wrist, your hand, your forearm, and you need to address that through different exercises, different corrective techniques, whatever it is, or maybe it's just scaling back the weight a little bit and building up slowly without those tools so you need to you know if you're using wrist wraps for a dumbbell bench if you can press the 90s you know which is pretty heavy 
but you can only press the 70s without the wrist wraps. That's a that's a weakness you do acknowledge. Maybe you need to scale it back, go back to the 50s, and build up all the way up to 90 without the wrist wraps. Think of it that way. Think of it as a long-term journey, not just a short-term thing where they're going to help you boost your weight. Knee sleeves and elbow sleeves are kind of a different beast here. Now, I'm going to talk about both of them kind of as one because they both do the same thing, right? They keep your joints warm and secure and provide that compression for confidence. So in your knees or elbows, it's going to, as you work, it's going to keep them warm. If you tend to get colder, if you tend to get a little stiff during your workouts, it's going to keep them secure. So you're basically just adding that confidence of a little bit of compression around that joint. And that's going to be, you know, key. It's not really going to add pounds just like the wrist wraps, but it will increase that confidence and it will keep them warm, which is going to help protect them over time. I recommend you use knee sleeves and elbow sleeves all you want to. Take them off if you want to, but really anything where you're using that elbow joint or that knee joint, wear the sleeves. They're not going to hurt your workouts. They're actually going to help those joints. I mean, really what the important thing is in your training is longevity, right? You want to train for as long as possible. You want to make it a habit and you want to make it something that you can sustain for the long term. That's how progress is made, you know, little improvements over a long period of time. And if you injure your joints because they're cold, if you injure your joints because they feel insecure, then you're not going to have that longevity. So the knee sleeves, elbow sleeves are really help increase that and improve the confidence you have in those joints. I definitely recommend using these. These are probably my favorites just because, like I said, it's not really natural to overstress those joints. These two can be very detrimental to your progress if you injure them. So I definitely recommend protecting them and just putting some sleeves to keep them nice and tight. Now I'm going to get into some of the grip tools, right? So I already talked about these gloves. Should you use gloves? Well, I don't think so. Use gloves if absolutely necessary, I guess, if your hands actually physically hurt and you can't do your workouts because, you know, maybe you're palms hurt, maybe your skin is messed up, maybe you need it because of some kind of bone or arthritic condition and the gloves help that. However, if you're just an average person and you're just trying to, you know, grip the weight a little bit better, maybe you don't want to harden up your hands, try to wean off the gloves, right? This is just a weakness that's going to hold you back in your training eventually. Trust me on that. Try to wean off the gloves and you want to increase your grip strength over time. If it's grip using the gloves for, that's definitely a weakness that's going to hold you back even with the gloves it's going to hold you back eventually so try to lose the gloves maybe you know if you really want to use them on your heaviest pulling stuff do that but take them off for everything else start to increase really what you can stand on your hands right so maybe it's that rough knurling on the barbells is kind of hard in your hands you like the gloves to protect your skin that's going to be something you adapt to over time and Adapting to that is really going to help you in your weightlifting journey. It's going to really help you so you can lift those weights with confidence and it's going to help grip eventually without hurting. You want to increase that threshold. You want to increase your grip strength if that's what is holding you back so you can grip the weights and you can do it without gloves. Alternatives to gloves, I guess, would just be chalk. Um, other grips like a mixed grip where one hand is over, one hand is under, or maybe you know you hold something neutral. I don't know. There's different grips that are maybe more friendly than when you're using with your gloves. Um, but 
you know, try chalk for a little bit and that'll protect your hands as far as forming blisters or calluses too crazy. Use that. That'll really help your grip. And then you'll just have to increase over time what your hands can stand and what your grip strength can stand. Gloves, I think, are going to create a worse weakness over time than if you just kind of buckle down and got rid of them and just use your bare hands for a while. Yes, you might have to scale back. Yes, your workouts might suffer a little bit at first, but they're definitely going to improve over the long term where gloves would eventually hold you back. And straps, same as gloves. Use if they're absolutely necessary. If you really can't grip the weight that you're going to use, then use some straps, right? They'll help you move more weight, I guess. They'll help you maybe activate your back a little bit more on pulling exercises. However, you do want to wean these off. When you use something like straps, you're actually changing the entire recruitment patterns of your muscle groups. So say you're doing a row and you're pulling with your hand, without the straps, that's going to be a certain recruitment pattern that can translate into other pulling movements in your life. If you add a strap, that's actually going to change it because that stress is going to go into a different place. You're going to be pulling a little bit different biomechanically. So you're going to actually change the recruitment pattern, which is going to long-term hurt your progress, right? You want to improve each recruitment pattern in the natural movement and using straps can hurt that. Um, like I said, use them if absolutely necessary, but just like the gloves, try to go to other things like chalk, other grips, like a mixed grip if you're doing something like a deadlift. Um, maybe you just need to work on grip strength for a while, and it is a slow process. It can maybe bug you a little bit, cause you to be impatient, but try to be patient and work through it and try to eliminate tools that help you hide a weakness. That's really what those two do, gloves and straps. They'll kind of help you hide the weakness not necessarily protect a joint, just help you get past something that might be holding you back that you should address. Workout Wednesday. So that's going to basically do it. To conclude, protect the joints, right? What we're doing isn't necessarily natural as far as moving a lot of weight around our bodies. And even though you're protecting the joints, you need to realize your weaknesses. If your grip is a weakness, address it. If your wrist is unstable, probably address that before it catches up with you somewhere else in your life. You're not going to have wrist wraps, elbow sleeves, knee sleeves, gloves, and straps on you all the time, and you're going to have to do things in your normal life that are going to require the movements you learn in the gym. So you do want to learn to do these without these things. Don't become reliant on anything. Don't need these things, but realize that longevity is key. Right? Would you guys rather train at maybe 90% effectiveness for 40, 50 years or 100% effectiveness for 10 or 20 years? The longevity is key. You're going to get way more results over time with the longevity and way more results will come if you use something like wrist wraps and knee and elbow sleeves because they're going to increase that longevity. You're basically eliminating a gamble that lifters take every day, putting weight on their back and you know, moving through a certain range of motion uh, with no protection. You're going to add some protective gear to take out that risk a little bit, increase your or improve your biomechanics and increase the confidence you have in each movement. I recommend wrist wraps, knee and elbow sleeves, not really the gloves and straps. Address your weaknesses, protect the joints and Train for a long time, guys. Make this a lifetime thing. Don't just think of the short-term goals you have to move a certain amount of weight. 
Think of the long-term implications of moving that weight in the way that you're moving it. That's really the key to training for a long time and to have a healthy body that moves well. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been episode number 44 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. I'll see you guys on Friday for a Foodie Friday. Until then, maybe go check out some of the old episodes or go to fitness go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, ask a question for next week's episodes. I look forward to seeing you on Friday. Have a great week, everybody. Finish out strong. Protect those joints. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.